joined by the director and some of the cast of Putney Arts Theatre's production of Great Expectations. Hello, everybody. Hello. 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 So, Ian, you are the director. Do you want to tell us a little bit about the production, what the show is about, and what people will expect from your direction? Okay. Um, It's an adaptation, of course, of Charles Dickens' novel, which has been done on film and television numerous times. Also on stage, I looked at about five different adaptations before I came across this one by Neil Bartlett, which I felt was easily the best, partly because he's a terrific writer, but also because he actually just uses Dickens' words. So he just uses dialogue from the novel. So it's very respectful of the novel and the story, but it's also very theatrical because he's a terrific playwright. So he's found a very unique way using a company, a chorus, as it were, who kind of step in and out of the story throughout the play. We've got nine actors and they play every single role in the novel between them, basically. Apart from, well, actually, Graham, our Magwitch, does appear in a few surprise moments, but Claire is Miss Havisham all the way through. She's the only one who's the constant character there because she's such an iconic character in the book as well. She is, which we must come to. Claire, what a brilliant role. How have you found discovering your inner Miss Havisham? Oh, well, quite easy. <laughs> no, it's, it's an amazing role. I'm really grateful, really grateful to be playing it. And it, it's iconic. But um, also, I have a lot less to do than the rest of the car. She's a very, very main figure and, and a fantastic presence. And of course, she's wanting to get revenge on uh, having been jilted at the altar and having to get revenge so it's the the story is it's about Pip. He's off living with his is it his his uncle, um, and then he gets sent over to Miss Havisham to have tea and elocution lessons or it's societal lessons with her ward Estella. That's and right. So Miss Havisham is basically wanting Pip to fall in love with Estella, and then a down the line, things go a little awry, don't they? That's right, and, and of course, mm-hmm. and. She- really gets what she wants by the fact that Estella is very cold towards him and he's broken-hearted. And then eventually Miss Havisham realises that actually it's all been, it's been wrong and she wants to uh, be pardoned before, but I'm afraid she she burns to death. So she gets, <laughs> she gets uh, comeuppance in the end. But no, because that- she's, she's been living in that big house, surrounded by all her wedding gifts, in her wedding dress. Absolutely. And I'm in the wedding dress. It was a fantastic, gorgeous dress all the way through. I mean, obviously, it's been moth-eaten and it looks just appropriate because she's been in it for years. And her, her wedding cake has been eaten by mice. Uh, but she has, uh, having been jilted at the altar, she actually refuses to, to live anywhere else. So she's lived in that dress ever since. And she's stopped the clocks at, I think it's 20 past nine on the day when she was jilted. And so her life is... 22 nine. <laughs> Sorry, Ian. 22 nine. <laughs> The script better, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she's 
that moment and so she's still in her and wanting to to be um, stuck in her life there where that happens so it is an incredible role and a dramatic role and I'm um, hoping I'm going to do it justice but uh, really fortunate and uh, happy to be doing that and it's a wonderful cast as I say and director and crew everybody it's been a, it's been a real joy real joy it is, you know, and Charles Dickens is such a great writer. And talking, he does baddies so well. But Magwitch isn't, he isn't the kind of typical baddie, is he, Graham? Uh, no, well, I'm just conscious of spoiler alerts here. Well, we don't have that. No one knows this story I mean, at all. Well, I know, I know. I, 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 it's sort of taken as a given that everybody is familiar with the story. But I'll be perfectly honest, I wasn't. Um, and I'd never read it and I'd never seen the film. So um, I did I did look at a couple of adaptations um, on screen um, when when Ian announced that he was doing this just to get a feel for 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 the story. And I didn't I mean, I, I found them quite labored. Um, and then I read the script for this and and thought that it really zipped the story along. Um, and so I was, I was, and I was interested in the in the in the um, the staging concept that Ian's described, um, and so got involved in it. And then, and then I sort of gone back to the root um, later, which is to start, you know, reading through the book. I got an audio version of the book and listened to that as well, and um, and it's quite uh, it's quite illuminating how much extra depth there is. Um, and um, and I, I actually think the adaptation is 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 very exciting in that you get you get the story and you get the characters um, without having to go through um, a huge amount of um, of prose. Yeah. <laughs> and I've, I've, I've been told that part of the reason for that is that Dickens used to get paid by the word for yes. realization of his stories. And it and it definitely shows in the book. Yeah, and, you know why? Why use a sentence when three pages would do? Um, so it's, an, uh, it's well, an ideal production for yeah. uh, GCSC students who are studying the novel. Um, it gives you a brilliant kind of preceed. Yeah. Um, adaptation of it. It's sort of like the Cole's Notes, isn't it? It's the Cole Note, Cole's Notes version. But it, yes. and 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 it's all. It's also very interesting how he has sort of amalgamated certain things um some things happen in places which they don't happen in in the in the, in the books but it, it it works it serves the story very well um so i mean magwitch yes as you say he's a he's a he's 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 a very interesting character he has a significant role at the beginning and towards the end of the play and i i, I won't say any more than that need to come along and watch it to see see what happens absolutely i think magwitch is one of the one of dickens characters which first impressions are not what happens in the end we can't say much more than that he gets very much you just go Ooh, he's an evil convict you know he's going to be sent off to australia or whatever and that's it um yeah. And when you, you know, I just think how wonderful for you to come across this for the first time because I've yes, grown absolutely. up with I, it. I, I was just finding out about him as as we got underway. So yeah. So you have a, you know, a new idea, whereas the rest of us have all studied it for GCSE and know exactly what our teachers think of it. Yes. Well, so far nobody's told me that I've got it totally wrong. So um... <laughs> now back to Ian. <laughs> the They've all got it totally right. I I have really been impressed with how hard this cast has worked because um, the staging 
although we hope that it will look simple, has actually been incredibly complex. So not only have they had to deal with building characters, mainly which I must admit they have done themselves because they're that good, but they've had to deal with all the staging, the back and forth, the changing of different characters at the uh, toss of a coin or whatever, they have to get back on stage in and out, and they have to react to the story all the way through it as well. Um, so it's it's quite intense work for them, um, but I think hugely entertaining for the audience. Yeah, and you were saying, we were talking just beforehand, that this is a show for the whole family. It is, yeah, it, absolutely. I mean, it is a, a great, great story. Um, it's got hugely dramatic moments, emotional moments, and some surprisingly funny moments as well. It is quite dark at times, but yeah, everybody likes great adventure, and this is this is one of them. Yeah. Um, and now, could someone? Obviously, we know it's at Putney Arts Theatre, but could someone just remind us of the dates and where people can get tickets? We could all just walk up to the door, really, couldn't we? But if you would like to peek by online, where do they find um, Well, apparently, um, this is the uh, biggest selling show we've had in about four years. Amazing. So, so um, certainly towards the end of the week, I would not rely entirely on just walking up to the door and getting in. Yeah. You might, but you'd be much safer to bet um, to book online through our website, um, www.putneyartstheatre.org.uk. Amazing. I'm so pleased that it's selling so well. That's such a, you must all feel really proud that people are just embracing this. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, we have also added in a Saturday matinee at three o'clock to give people an extra chance to see it. Um, and I think our cast deserve it, basically. They work so hard, they deserve every single performance they can get out of it. Yes, absolutely. I can't wait. Um, break a leg, everybody. Thank you for coming to talk to me. And um, I know when we, this goes out, you will probably be just stepping onto the stage for your first performance. We are tomorrow night, <laughs> Tuesday the 8th through to Saturday the 12th. We'll yeah. at 7.45. 7.45. Break a leg, everybody. Thank you so much for coming and chatting to me. Thank you so much for listening. This is a real Putney Theatre Company production. Do share the podcast with your friends and take a look at our website, searching online for the Putney Theatre Company. So that's it for now. See you next time. Bye.